in three, two, one. Welcome. Welcome to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we cover anything related to behavior change that will increase your long-term wellness and happiness. And now, here are your hosts, personal trainer and RNs, Matt and Jenna Lane. What, what, what is happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Jenna. If you're new to this podcast, we truly appreciate you sliding by. We are both registered nurses and a personal trainer, and we started this bad boy 2019, September, right? No. God, I don't know why I can never remember. (laughs) Regardless, we're we're all about implementing behavior change for your long-term wellness and happiness. Thank you for sliding by. August. Why? 16th of I 2019. always think September. This is ridiculous. We're six. We're 66 episodes in, and I can't. Re- anyway, whatever. Thank you for being here. It means the absolute world. Jenna, how you feeling over there? All right. Yeah. Thank you to those who are listening, mm-hmm. who have subscribed, who are commenting yeah. and liking our videos, yep. both on this the BTYE YouTube channel and on the Matt Lane Fitness YouTube channel. Yeah. For those of you listening on podcast platforms thank you um and you also have an additional opportunity to support our community on patreon Uh, if you would like to check that out i'm sure matt will drop that link in the description below that was the best plug yet (laughs) that was the best one i've been trying to get jenna to 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 like plug things and she that was i don't have to say anything let's dive into the topic that was fantastic (laughs) Today, we have a guest on that we were actually on her podcast, which, mm-hmm. depending on the time that I release this, it's most, like, most likely going to be Tuesday of, when's that going to be? Whatever. It's coming out this Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, her podcast episode is, uh, it lives on her Facebook page, and we basically, we're going to take that, recycle it, reuse it, and it's going to be on this podcast, so give her a listen. That's going to be linked down below, and just like Jenna said, there's going to be a link to the video of this podcast down below. Today, we're talking to a gal that's all about some spirituality, and I have a billion questions. I love her so much. She's so damn woo-woo, and I just love every bit of it, and um, I'm just fired up to talk to her. Lee Kara, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here, you guys. And I also did post it on my little tiny YouTube channel with my 87 subscribers. Over Good. There. Right. Two organic views on the video. So it's very exciting for me. Heck yeah. Two's better than zero. We'll take it. Well, I yeah. got, now I got to go look at it and I got to link it in my community tab. So yeah. that's awesome. I didn't realize that. <laughs> Well, I'm super excited to be here today. And yes, uh, you guys were on my show, Unleash Your Light. And I do a live show over on Facebook. I've been doing it for like three years. And I talk about uh, simple things we can do in our everyday life to embrace spirituality. And um, spirituality is one of those things that when people hear it, they go, oh, great. It's some chippy with crystals standing on naked in the moonlight. Going, oh, you know, like that's not what spirituality is unless you want it to be that. Sure. You know? <laughs> I mean, basically, spirituality is just embracing that piece of the light, Gaia, God, Fred, whatever you like to call higher power that's within us because we are an expression of that in our everyday lives that electricity in our brain 
is like the energy of the universe taking a little human ride and seeing what's going on down here on earth. And so that energy is the energy of unconditional love. And so the journey here is to learn how to embrace that, to embrace empathy, to embrace forgiveness, which is an incredibly difficult thing to do, and then to express that and to share that. We literally vibrate at frequencies, and I don't know all the like science-y terms, but everybody knows someone who walks in the room and everyone's like, oh God, who is the, like, geez, who invited them? Like, it's just, an, they haven't even said anything or done anything, just an energy that they carry. And everyone knows someone who walks in the room, it's like, woo, the party's here. You know, like, yeah. it's just an energy that we're putting off every day. And so, yeah. like, spirituality is literally just connecting with that energy in ways every single day. And then you can do it however you want. If you want to talk to the Pleiadians, if you want to be a shaman, if you want, however you want, if you want to be a Christian, however you want to express that, it encompasses all belief systems with a single unifying thing of love yourself and love each other. I'm pretty sure like there's a Jesus quote about that. Like I'm not the biggest like religious person, but um, you know, love each other as I have loved you or something to that effect is, is pretty much a unifying factor in all belief systems. So. Mm -hmm. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why this woman is here because of that little <laughs> rant that I absolutely love. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, you both, you both have just started this podcast out perfectly and have allowed me to shut my mouth, which is never what happens in the beginning of the show. So, at the top of every show, we hit you with our gratitude point. This is gonna be so damn fun. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm going to go first because this gratitude point happened literally five minutes before this pot, before we started recording this. And I haven't even told you about this. This is going to be a little bit of a long one, but please hang in with me because this is a really cool moment. So as you know, social media can be a very toxic place, but I believe it can be a very beautiful place. I believe that it is social media doesn't make us worse. I really think that social media exposes us, exposes yeah. you for who you are. So I put out a video one day ago and it was called, I stretch for five minutes a day for 14, uh, for 14 days straight. Here's what happened <clears throat> on, on the thumbnail of this photo or on the thumbnail of this video, I had me stretching, like mm -hmm. reaching down day one and then day 14. Okay. Well, someone comments, why are you far less flexible in your day one photo than you actually are on day one. I smell a fake here. Mm. And there is a lot of that in social media. Mm -hmm. Long story short, this person and I, we exchange, and the person, the person's name, I'm commending this person, I'm not shaming them, I'm commending them, Skeeg Spot. Um, we exchange one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven messages back and forth in the YouTube comments. And I I went at this person respectfully, but asking, how can you possibly say that I'm a liar, I'm a fake, and you're calling me out with zero proof? And anyway, long story short, this person was very steadfast and like, I, I smell a fake, like you're a liar. And I don't, I honestly don't care about what people think. I really don't, to an extent, to an extent. But this person kept engaging with me and we kept speaking respectfully but I kept pressing them and they kept pressing me. And I said, how about this? Go do the stretch that I talked about in this video. And lo and behold, they said, wow, you're right. An active stretch is much different than a, than a, um, 
static stretch. And that was my, my point. So they actually came back in the comment section and said, you know what? Credits due here. You're right. And this is not, this is not me highlighting myself. What this is highlighting is I'm very grateful for being, for being able to have a calm conversation, mm -hmm. to be able to disagree and have a conversation about it. And for somebody to have the balls to come back and say, you know what? I think you're right. So, and I'm actually, I'm going to put that up on the screen so you can see that. And I know you're looking at me, Jenna, like I'm nuts, but because that, because that's a big point, seriously, there's so much negativity on social media that is highlighted, but there's so much beauty in social media that isn't is. highlighted. So that's the point of that person. So Skeeg Spot, whoever you are, shout out to you. I love you for that conversation. Jenna, what's gratitude point? <laughs> I for sure thought you were going to take mine, honestly. Oh. Um, because just a few minutes before we started this podcast, our doorbell rang, and it was our neighbor. Dwayne. Shout out to Dwayne. Yeah. Love you, bro. I'm going to be helping him with the squat rack as soon as we're done with and, this. Go ahead. Yeah. they. Um, he and his family have lived next door for, I think, a couple years now. But, you know, they're busy. We're busy. You know, we've introduced ourselves before, and, you know, we say hi and bye in passing, but we've never really stopped and had conversations and gotten to know each other. Until we were all trapped at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And in the last couple of months, we've had some really good conversations and we've gotten to know his family a little bit better. Yeah. He's gotten to know us a little bit better. And that just really, I don't know why, but that really just struck me like, that's awesome yeah. that like we've made friends with this person who lives his life just couple of feet from yeah. us that he's you know he's comfortable enough to come ring our doorbell and have I, a conversation and i love that i do too and this, this we're bad neighbors oh yeah we're terrible <laughs> we're terrible people and i'll tell you another cool thing was I, was I was like hey bro uh about to hop on a podcast and immediately i could see it on his face he's like all right cool cool i'll see you when you're done i was like i'm gonna be about an hour but i'm gonna hit you up so i agree with you i agree with you yeah. all right all right woo woo what you got <laughs> I was just going to say not to go too woo-woo, but so like we all have stuff to be grateful for in our lives. Um, but I always say that I'm grateful for right now, yeah. like this moment. Yeah. And even if this moment is terrible and sucks and hurts, yeah. I find that saying thank you in the moments of my deepest pain shifts everything. Mm -hmm. And I may not hurt. I may not, it may not stop the hurt, but it makes me look at it in a different way. So like when you're primal curled up crying on the floor in the bathroom, yeah. like saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. It doesn't make sense, yeah. but it cracks the door open for that divine love to comfort you, Yeah, you know? And so every moment I try to think this is my, this is the gratitude point right here. I'm grateful yeah. for this moment, sitting in this chair, staring at y'all's beautiful faces and having a conversation. Um, to kind of just share our points of view and the ways that we're similar, yeah. you know? That's beautiful. That's mm -hmm. awesome. All right. It wasn't too woo-woo for no, you. No, that was, no, it was perfect. <laughs> no, and so she did ask. She was like, all right, you, you tell me, like, how woo-woo can I be? And I was like, you be 100% you. The, the more you, the better. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I just love you to death. Okay. Jenna, I want, I want you to start this thing out. I want you to go because I know you had some questions. So do I. But yeah, well, and I think if you'll just kind of start with your backstory, like what started you on your spiritual journey, what's kind of led you to this point in, in your life and your your spirituality, uh, that'd be a good background baseline for us. All right, so I think I'm supposed to go story time and then go into it, right? Okay, so story time. Um, I got married right out of high school, worked in restaurants, had kids right away. Um, 
abusive first marriage, got into another marriage that while he was very kind, there was a lot of infidelity. I thought mm. I deserved that because mm. obviously I'm disgusting and gross and manly and everyone looks at me and sees what's wrong with me. I hated myself. Wow. I had clinical depression. I was on a various number of pills that I did not like. Um, I, um, I would say F you to myself in the mirror every single day, mm. every single day. I learned how to put on my makeup in like three minutes flat every single day because I did not want to look at myself. And I would, if I had to work, working in restaurants, uh, you work a lot of 10 hour shifts, 12 hour shifts. And if I had to work a 12 hour shift with someone where I was uh, hosting and standing across from someone, I would literally say to them, I'm so sorry that you have to be with me for the next 10 hours. They'd be like, why? I'm like, because you have to look at me for 10 hours. Like I am a mess. And they're like, I don't, what are you talking about? But I mm-hmm. fully believe that every person that I met could see unwanted, broken, all of this on my forehead. Wow. Wow. So I just, you put on your smile, right? I'm working in with the public. I'm friendly. I'm happy. I've got three kids now, you know, and you have to be a mom and you have to be a wife and you can't like make your husband think that you're miserable because then he's going to go off and find someone again. You know, you have to put on this facade mm-hmm. of, happiness. And while the happiness was in me, I wasn't living that in those moments. I was putting on my mask so that I could exist and get through my days. So uh, I, I, I worked at a nudist resort uh, uh, for a couple of years as a bartender's best job I ever had, y'all. That's the whole other show. Is That's awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic. And, and so the average age there was probably 42 death, pretty much. And I met some really amazing people. First of all, body image, that immediately starts to shift your perception. Wow. But um, so I would come home at two in the morning and have to, you know, wind down and then wake up at six to take my son to school. So I had this weird schedule where I'd sleep for two hours and then take him to school and then come back and then sleep for a couple more hours. So I flipped through TV channels, right? Looking for something to watch. And I'm flipping through channels to find Dog the Bounty Hunter. And here's this woman who talks with this very strange accent. And she sounds like she's talking to me about how miserable I am and how sad I am and how my life is just, you know, going nowhere and all of this, all of this stuff. And then she would say Jesus. And I would turn that channel so fast, like you would not even know. But every day I had to flip past that channel. And this was in 2011. Uh, 2012, I'm sorry. And every day I'd flip past that channel and I'd watch a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And she said, you can step out on the promises of God because you are always safe. And so I literally, as a person who my idea of a good Saturday was arguing with the Jehovah Witnesses who came to the door, um, <laughs> I literally just kind of said, hey, you know, like, I don't want to be like this anymore. And tell me what I have to do. I'm willing to serve. I, I want to be, I want to be more than this, you know? And uh, I got this strike, like lightning strike. My whole body just was tingling and I felt unconditional love for the first time in my life. Mm. I felt more love than I ever had by any parent, by my children, by any friend, by any, any man or woman I had ever been with. I felt completely loved. And just maybe, maybe it was like 10 seconds. It felt like a year, but it might've been just like 10 seconds of that. And I said, holy crap. And in my mind, a voice said to me, too many of my children are falling through the cracks. And I went, 
oh, holy crap. And they said, you are Lee Kara. You will unleash your light. Pay attention. And I went, what the hell am I hearing voices? What the heck is wow. going on? <laughs> really? So like I started, I've always liked to write and I started writing and I would say, why am I writing this? And they would go shut up and write. And I would just <laughs> over three days, they dictated to me an entire book. And uh, I mean, entire, it's, it's 30 or 40 pages long. And it was these simple things that you can do this unleash your light. So mm. it's uh, you are not alone. Be nice to yourself and others. Forgive yourself and others. Release your past. Ignore your feelings and have faith. And so I finished writing all of this stuff. And then I went, okay, now what? They're like, now do the steps. And I was like, wait, are you serious? <laughs> They're like, yeah, now do the steps. And I can tell you that it was, like I said, this was 2012. And it's, it's 2020 now. And I'm still on that journey of learning to love yourself, you know, being nice to others, even though they're mean to you, being nice to yourself when you hear yourself saying those horrible things, forgiving people who may or may not deserve it or don't think they need to be forgiven, you know, learning how to do that, how to have that empathy for people, um, ignoring your feelings, that immediate pain response. Okay. You know, there you go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it sounds counterintuitive, but we have a space in us that's built from pain and trauma and all of the horrible things that we've said to ourselves and that we have adopted from other people saying, picking up other people's garbage that they've thrown at us and going, okay, I guess this is me too, you know? And so recognizing that response and not using it to respond to someone shifts any situation where you're yep. feeling attacked or vulnerable. Yep. So, I mean, that's where this all started. And uh, they told me to document it on YouTube. If you go to my YouTube, I literally, the very first thing I ever posted was video about this, like within a month or so of, of it happening. And when I go back and look at those, it's like I'm a different person. Like you can see the light in my eyes is different and everything about me has shifted. And even though it's the same message and the same words I was saying, when I started to live by them and embrace that unconditional love and forgiveness and empathy it truly shifted my entire existence. I would consider myself now happy about 80% of the time. And, and that for me, going from about a 2% mm. back in the day to now being able to pretty much say any day of the week, yeah, I'm, I'm good, I'm, I'm happy, you know? I mean, of course stuff happens, but stuff happening externally isn't me. And so I don't need to feel their pain in a way that shifts me, who I am there you go. and where I am, I can still feel for you and, and send you love without being your pain. Mm. Yep. Yep. So it's been a journey and I've met some interesting people on the road because we were I talking bet. about the Facebook thing and I knew every person on my Facebook before I decided to step into this. And there are huge communities on Facebook of people that go through this awakening and it, and it's called the great awakening. And there was like a moment in an energy that came through in, in late 2012 that woke up a lot of people. And there have been some since then. And you pretty much, there's, there's a couple stages that I did a video about this, the real no BS stages of awakening. So you kind of start looking around going, 
there's a little more to this world than what I think there is, but I'm not sure what it is yet. Mm -hmm. Then you start to look for that knowledge and you research and you find people and you're watching all of these people. Then you start to feel real powerful. Like I'm creating my world and I am amazing and I'm going to heal everyone. I'm going to save everyone. And that's like this big, like rush. Like I call that I'm the king of the world, like from Titanic, of course, like that energy. So then the next stage I call, uh, you know, nothing, Jon Snow. Uh, no, next stage is a dark night of the soul where you're in your pain, right? When we pay attention to our own stuff, when we start digging out those corners of our past, we start to look at everything that we did wrong because you were there every time you screwed up. You were there every time you were horrible to someone. You were there every time someone was horrible to you. And you carry that with you all the time. And sometimes you said sorry and repented for it. And sometimes you went on totally justified in telling that guy to go jump in a lake and burn in their clothes or cursing out my mother or whatever it was. And sometimes we use that justification to not actually process the guilt mm. of actually doing that. And these things are like these little insidious vines that grow up into our regular daily life. And and when we start to dig into them, it creates this thing that people like to call the dark night of the soul. I tend to not like that term personally, but when you say that to someone who's spiritual, they get it. Okay. And it can last months. It can last years. And it really depends on how you embrace it and use it. Like I said, with that gratitude point, how you embrace it and use it for growth or how you use it to torture yourself, you know? Mm. And so that process of digging that stuff out, it takes a while, but if you use your tools along the way, things start to get brighter. And there are people that give up halfway through and go, nope, plug me back into the matrix. I want to eat steak. That's not steak anymore. Like that. I don't know if you, you haven't seen so many movies from the nineties. I don't want to know that, say that you know, <laughs> know that moment, but like put me back in with the regular people. I don't want to know all this woo woo stuff anymore. Right. So then when you start to come out of that, that's when you go into the, you know, nothing, Jon Snow. And you start to realize that that king of the world, I can do everything. I can create everything. You actually don't know anything. And we're actually like learning this as we go along and that there is a duality in everything that we do because we are everything and we are nothing. We are one and yet we are all. Yeah. You know, we we are black and we are white. You know, yeah. things are always good and evil at the yep. same time. There's this complete duality that people look at a yin yang and they see black and white yeah. with this little curvy thing, right? But if we take that image and we put it into a sphere and we spin it, that line blurs mm. so that there is no line anymore on the yin yang. It is just one shape. Yeah. And so recognizing that moment where we are everything and we are nothing all at the same time. It's kind of like the gratitude point. It's kind of like that tipping point of what balance really is where just like if you're in your eating habits or your exercising habits, there's a balance that you have to find. And in, in our spiritual practice, it's the same exact thing that we have to be able to find that balance point where we're able to, be accountable for what we've done without being, without feeling like we're responsible for the other person's emotions. One of the shows I do is don't take it personally, but it's all about you. If I say something to you and you're offended, I'm not responsible for the fact that you're offended, but I'm accountable for the way that I said what I said. Right. See, and it's a very fine line because 
<laughs> I had I had a, a, a very well-known spiritual guy on the internet and we were doing a show and I and he was like, so like if somebody calls you an asshole, he's sorry, <laughs> if someone calls you an asshole, you might have to like look at yourself and go, hey, am I an asshole? Absolutely. <laughs> you know? I think that's really important to be able to do that. And I think a lot of people won't do that. Yeah. You know? Right. And that's part of the whole journey is that accountability and recognizing something I've been saying a lot lately yeah. is sometimes it's our reaction to something that is the most telling that we learn the most from. Mm -hmm. It's how something touches me. Anything that anything that gives you a strong reaction is a place in you that needs healing, that needs observing, yeah. that you have to look at very, very closely. It doesn't mean that what that person is saying to you is that it's okay for them to call you a name or to curse you out or to, or to tell you you're a fake, but it's in the way that you react to it yeah. that shifts the situation because you don't have control over what that person is going through. You haven't walked in their shoes. Exactly. You don't know where they're, where they're, you know, knowledge or experiences have put them, but you do know that they're lashing out from pain. They're lashing out from a place of not trusting, right? And we can understand that. So we can react from a place of empathy for understanding someone yep. who doesn't trust their eyes, yep. doesn't trust their ears anymore. Yep. And so it's always walking this line of examining everything and yet examining nothing. Yep. You're looking at the whys of everything and yet not questioning why. <laughs> it is a very strange place. That's why I call it, you know, nothing, Jon Snow, yep. because as much as we, we know that we have to do, we also know that we, we have to do nothing. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I got to where I am today. And I do these live shows and the universe always seems to put in front of me the the people and the places and and those that are supposed to hear the message, you know, and yeah. those that I'm supposed to hear their message, you yeah. know, and and so like I found you guys through watching your friend, and it was just it. I so appreciate when this spills, this woo woo spirituality spills over into what we would call like regular in real life, you know, mm -hmm. because actual behavior change does come from our mind. Yeah. And while I have focused a lot on the emotional part of that and processing forgiveness and processing, you know, reacting and not reacting um, physically, it's something I've always struggled with. And that was what I was drawn to um, with you guys is that you take that behavior change into the physical world and out of the mind. Yeah and the heart only, you know? Yeah. So I full on appreciate what you guys are doing. And that's why I reached out to you. Like we need to talk, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was excited to, I was excited to get to know you. And, you know, I was, I've talked with Jenna about how, you know, anybody that comes on this show, the reason that they're here is because they, there's value to give. I refuse, we refuse to bring anybody on this show because they're just a friend or because it'd be cool to do. Like if you're on the show, you're here because you have value to bring. And there have been people that I've thought, man, that'd be great. But the, the, the thing is, is that I love them to death, but they don't have value to bring to the audience. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, you know, again, so yes, I say all that to say, yes, we're stupid happy for you to be here. <laughs> so... What do you think the big, when someone, I'm not a very religious person. I grew up uh, Methodist and. Like fringe. Fringe. Methodist. 
what is mm-hmm. what, like is it, just on, the, on outskirts? the outer skirts yeah, yeah for sure like, for sure and that's that's just how i've always been so you tell me spirituality versus religion what is what is that definition to you because if i were to explain it my ignorant stance would be like spirit spirituality is basically you're in touch with your emotions and religion is much more about this higher power that you believe has sort of uh governed everything that is about the if you ask me to explain it that's what i'd say mm-hmm. well religion teaches Although they say the Bible says God is in here, they tend to teach that it's some force out there who's watching us. That's the first thing that's different. The main thing is, is that religion is telling you how to practice spirituality. Mm. Spirituality is literally connecting, embodying, and integrating with that energy of, I call it divine, God, light, like I said, call it Fred. It doesn't make a difference what you're calling it. Sure. It's basically learning to integrate that energy, which is the energy of unconditional love. And there are there is math to prove that the ambient frequency in space equals the ambient frequency that is found when people meditate, like people that are deep meditators. Uh, the Heart Math Institute measured Deepak Chopra in one of his very deep meditations. And it matched the frequency from the Hubble telescope in far outer space of just ambient space sound. So the energy of unconditional, go ahead. Ambient, you want to add something. ambient frequency. Yeah, just the, the frequency of the universe that just kind of floats around. There's a frequency to everything. Mm-hmm. And so there's a frequency of everything right vibrates, right? The whole world vibrates. Mm-hmm. We're not actually solid. We're a whole bunch of little things that vibrate at different rates, at different speeds. It's a lot of the... It's a lot of the science stuff that I don't fully understand, but there is an ambient frequency just to air and existence and things that we hold in our hand. This vibrates at a different frequency than this. Okay. Vibrates right. at a different frequency yes. than I my have body. Heard that. I have heard that before. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So that unconditional love energy is inside of every single one of us. We have electricity that runs through us that makes our, our legs move, our arms move. And if power cannot be created or destroyed, sure then that energy comes from somewhere in spirituality. That belief is that that energy is God and that it is experiencing life in a human vessel. And a lot of religions also talk about God is within you and all this kind of stuff. So spirituality says embrace and integrate with that divine energy within you, however feels right to you. And religion says, do it by following these rules and believing these things and listening to these stories and doing it the way we tell you to do it or else. Okay. Okay. All right. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <clears throat> Very well put. I do want to hit you with this. There's uh-huh. a there is another portion of this show called Matt's ADD moment. So, <laughs> ha- have you ever heard of grounding? You know, you basically oh, yeah. you take your socks off and walk around in the sand or the the dirt or the grass or whatever. Is that peak? Is that picking up frequency? Yes. Okay. And that's earthing. Right, exactly. You, yeah. And grounding is very similar because you can do it without being attached to the ground. Those are different. I, I thought they were interchangeable. Yeah, they're two different things. Although you can use earthing to ground, you don't always earth when you are grounding. So people, when you ground, what you're basically doing is, uh, there's a lot of methods, but a simple way to, to, to picture it is that you're a tree, picture yourself as a tree, and your roots grow into the earth. 
And as they grow into the earth, they're connecting to the energy of the earth. Um, a lot of spiritual people believe that there is a crystalline grid that vibrates and a lot of extra woo-woo stuff wow. that we really don't need to know. So the nature stuff, you're picturing roots that grow into the earth and you picture yourself expanding outwards towards the sky to soak up the energy from the sky. And then you sit in the middle of it and you just sit. That's grounding. Okay. And people do it all different ways. Mm -hmm. When you're earthing, you're literally allowing the energy of the earth to touch your skin, to be absorbed okay. by you. It's like ionic energy that yes. they can measure. But when it comes to the energy of it, it's not. It, it's very hard to measure how it makes you feel to yeah. stand still. And when you can stand on the earth and then imagine your feet as roots, you can become connected to our planet, which is also living in a very different way. Yeah. And it amplifies the energy that you have because if you imagine a phone, right? And it's got energy of its own, but when you plug it into the wall, it has a lot more energy yeah. and it'll last for a lot longer. And it adds to the energy of this and creates a connection. It's not that that phone on its own doesn't hold its own energy source. It has a battery, it has an energy source. Now, we are an infinite energy source, but when we connect to that grounding, when we connect through that, it, it almost recharges us and it amplifies our connection to divine. It amplifies our connection to that place that dwells within us mm. where we, we connect with that spiritual part because everything that we do in our daily life and the life that we have led has disconnected us from that energy of love. We're taught to judge ourselves yeah. we're taught yeah. to judge others people yep. throw stones at us people call us names the image that they showed me when i first had my awakening was this like these splats of tar if we have this beautiful golden light body everything we go through in life is like splats of tar you're you're a jerk you're horrible you're stupid you're mm. all these things and unleashing your light means that we take the time to like clean that off okay. and to, to push aside those things that have kept us separate from how amazing we are, from loving ourselves unconditionally, mm. even if we're not so amazing, you know, loving ourselves, unconditional love is literally love without condition. And so when we do that grounding, we're able to connect with that energy and focus on it in a way that amplifies that sense of unconditional love. I love it. Mm-hmm. You got anything? No, I've, I, I, I have this tendency. I don't know. Maybe we need to put a button on there for my <laughs> tendency of just like getting lost in the conversation to where I'm like not thinking of other things I can say. I'm just mm -hmm. like, oh, you're right. <laughs> and I talk, 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 talk. So you know, I, I literally I have said this before. I could literally do like a two, three, four hour podcast every single day <laughs> because when I get started talking it's not me i always say i'm not the one that's this smart like the energy comes through me mm. and when i allow it to just come out um it the cadence of my voice changes my southern mm. accent goes away a little bit i don't mm. know when you're editing this pay attention to that because you might you <laughs> might hear that you might hear that a little bit but i just go one into the other because the universe is just like coming mm through as I'm as I'm allowed to just speak freely when it's just in conversation I'm not as fluid with my with my words you, well, know? you do it well and it, sh it shows yeah, it shows that you're passionate about it and thank you so there's always a question that I that I ask a guest that um I'm very interested to hear what you'll have to say on this so 
I believe that there's a different definition for everyone and there's not a wrong definition. But what is your definition of happiness? I think that happiness, unfortunately, is a word that many people use to torture themselves. Mm. Hmm. Because when you set a goal of happiness and you don't get there, you beat yourself up. Okay. You feel like garbage. You think you're less than. What's wrong with me that I can't be happy? Mm-hmm. Look around. I have everything I could ever need. I have a wonderful home, wonderful kids. I have a great job, but I'm not happy. Mm. Because we define happiness as something. So one of the things that I, that I talk about is not putting expectations on your happiness. That gratitude point is this moment right here is where I find my happiness. It's not some goal for the future. It's not something that's out there. Just like God is not something that's out there. It's right this moment. And that happiness and being able to be, I don't know that content is the word because obviously we still want to better ourselves, but literally acceptance of the moment that you're in and being able to love yourself in that moment for me is happiness. And I don't always achieve it, but I try real damn hard. (laughs) (laughs) So acceptance of that moment. That's your, I love that. I think that's fantastic. Jenna, you still, you still, I I really am going to come up with a button for you. I'm going to come up with a button for you. (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead. No, I just, what's interesting is that even though I really haven't um, done the research on the spirituality Honestly, I can really relate to just some of my own like learning and progression and, um, you know, just in our own lives. I really feel like without meaning to do it, I can relate to each of those steps that you were just talking about. And, you know, as we go along, I think I realize more of the less that I know and the more that I could be doing, the more that I could be as a person, as far as like how much smaller in this world that I am okay, um, than I thought I was when I was in my like teens and twenties. Mm-hmm. And I think that's typical of somebody that's younger too, as you have sure. that like invincible mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would think that realizing that you're smaller than you thought you were and less perfect and all that would make you unhappy but i think it's really um done the opposite oh yeah if that makes any sense no it does really far off of what you were just talking about lee but that's kind of what was going through my mind of um that does contribute to your happiness of i don't know just realizing what's in you and honestly what you're not yeah yeah Yeah. it's freeing yes it's freeing it's liberation The moment that you discover that I don't have to be more than what I am now, but I can choose to be more, I can accept being just a cog, just an ant in the, in the, in the whole Mm -hmm. thing. And I can also choose to be, you know, the person who's feeding the ants. Like we are everything and we are nothing. That's exactly the point. I call it, I call it the freedom of effort. Like, (laughs) because with a moment that you say, I don't have to do anything. I am mm-hmm. enough exactly where I am. Okay. And 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 this size and this bit of me, I don't have to strive to be more. I don't have to be the best at this or the best at that. 
every single day, I do exactly what I need to do and I'm in it, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a, you're a thousand percent right. That was incredibly woo woo, Jenna. So I love it that for, I love it that first of all, you made a fantastic point, but I love it at the end that you had like this moment of like, did that make sense? Because, because, <laughs> because like, you know, you, you don't do that very often where you're, you're like, holy shit, am I up in space? Where the hell did I just go? Like, did that make sense? And yes, from one woo-woo person to another woo-woo person to an ADHD person, that made a lot of sense. So good job. I'm glad you got lost in it. Um, so I want to talk for a second about you as being a creator um, because you very much are. You had, you know, a lot of technical skills on on the Facebook side of, you know, making the graphics pop up and all that. And I know that, I know that you probably think, well, that's not that big of a deal, but for a lot of people it is. Uh, you absolutely are a creator. So I want to know what's your intention with being a creator? Because you said something off off camera that made me realize you want to grow what you're doing. You want to do more with it. It is something you, of course, enjoy, but it's not just a hobby. Am I right about that? Absolutely. I... <laughs> It sounds, it always sounds so strange. I I let go of how people judge me, but it still sounds strange when I say it. I am compelled to speak this message. I am compelled to get to as many people as possible. I don't charge for anything. I don't do classes. I don't do paid courses. I don't do coaching. No shade on coaches, Matt. I just, I don't do any of that. I do this because they compel, the message has to get out. And so the bigger that I can grow and the things I've learned along the way, the more the message gets to the people who are hungry for it. Okay. Okay. And that's it. I mean, if I would very much like it to sustain me, I would very much like it to be something that I can, you know, do and have some sort of financial whatever, because I do believe that the universe takes care of us and gives us exactly Mm -hmm. what we need. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, I gave my books away for free for, you know, eight years. I still have a free one on my website, okay. you know, like, so I just, I feel compelled to do this, whether I ever make a dime off of it or not. I literally, at this point I'm in the red because I'm paying for programs and I'm paying for, to have my book published and I'm paying to, you know, to do these things and taking up some of my time when I can. And, you know, it's, a thousand percent worth it. If I had a million dollars to throw at it, I would throw a million dollars at it, you know, and never make anything back in return. I'm going to, I'm going to dig into you here because this has been a pain point for me as a creator, as a business owner, uh, like, has it been difficult for you? That side of, I need to charge. No, I don't want to charge. I want to be the right person. I want to, I want to help people. Has that been a pain point for you? Oh yeah. I mean, it's really a, (laughs) it is very much a sticking point for all of the spiritual people I have ever met, Mm. this struggle with this is knowledge that needs to be for everyone and is free to receive. And yet I have to pay my rent, (laughs) you know, and yet I have to feed my children. And so there's this, this thing back and forth. It's one of the reasons why in the spiritual community, and this might, I don't know that you guys have ever heard this, that fortune tellers tend to be looked down on because they charge for readings. Okay. Because the knowledge of divine should be free. Sure. And so they tend to not call it, I'm charging you for a reading. This is a love donation mm. is, is how a lot of them phrase it. Okay. So there's two things that I learned from someone that I was um, uh, working with for a little while, um, broadcasting in her space on the internet. And what she told me was, number one, there has to be an even exchange for 
information given and sure. what is received in return. And so part of that is a money exchange sometimes, depending sure. on what it is you're doing. But we have to be in a space to be okay with accepting that because I feel a lot of guilt taking money from people. The other part of that is that the people that you are helping often will not take it seriously unless you charge them. Yep. And she said, so if I charge someone $2,000 for six weeks of coaching, I know they're going to show up to every appointment. I know mm -hmm. they're going to put their heart into it. And I know they're going to get the value out of what I'm giving. Now, on my own personal journey, I still struggle with that. So, so that is a sticking point. So I, I of course don't say this to, uh, to overstep my bounds or anything like that, but that's something I've been extremely vocal about on the main Matt Lane Fitness YouTube channel and then here on the podcast. Um, I implore you to consider that and to dig into that because I agree with you. And sidebar, a lot of trainers that I know, a lot of personal trainers or a lot of coaches I know, they're like, I, I'll just do it for free because I love doing it. At the end of the day, I could do it because I do love it, which is fantastic. But, and I'm sure you've thought of this, but I want to highlight it. Have you ever thought that if you did charge for it and if you truly gave the value that was worth what you were charging, if you did charge and then it allowed you to start doing more of it, you would reach more people. Yeah. I could talk I could talk to you about this all day long and of course I don't have the answer for you and your business but right. um, there's many things that you can do and mm -hmm. I, I you obviously have the passion behind it and it will grow because you said you've been doing this for three years I yeah okay we'll say that I've been I've been I, I've been doing this uh, in in the shadows yeah. since about 2013 but i've been right. doing it seriously for three years exactly yeah. and it's you said something and and actually you said at the beginning of the show that was you know that your your audience is small over on youtube which i'm not calling you out or saying anything wrong about that but that yeah. to me screamed i want more of an audience and mm -hmm. and it, it again it is very difficult as a very humble person which you are and somebody that wants to simply help people it's very difficult to get past that almost dirty feeling of i got to sell i got to sell i know i've struggled with it for a long time um yeah. but if you didn't have value you wouldn't have you you, sh you shouldn't ask you shouldn't ask but yeah. give 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 ask so i implore you to ask i know i'm really pressing you here yeah. <laughs> well, and no, I, think, I appreciate that yeah the reason why matt says that is because that's something that he's said to himself a million times before um because it is difficult to make that leap it is it's mm -hmm. extremely tough it is mm -hmm. but I, and let me woo woo out for a minute sure, here sure, because sure. One of the things I've met many people over the years who've kind of spoken to me about that, who charge for their coaching services, who do all this kind of stuff. And I've always resisted it because what I said was the universe is going to tell me when it's time, when I'm ready, Sure. because I need to be in that space. And they're going to put someone in front of me who's going to say it in such a way that it strikes core. Sure. So oh, let me say to you right now that I got goosebumps when you were speaking to me. And that's always my message that they're going to pay attention to this because this is the one that counts. Yeah. So I message received. 
<laughs> and uh, and I will definitely be putting that into my uh, into my processing, uh, you know, for over the next several days well, to good. really like come to terms with that. I full on appreciate that. Absolutely, Thank you. absolutely. Um, and yeah, off you know off camera and all that. I'd love to talk to you about just some ways that I think you could do it that I, I think it would be sustainable for you, without a cool. doubt. Thank you. How you doing over there? You good? No, I was just looking at my notes. I think the the thing that you said that has stuck out to me the most that can really kind of summarize all the things that we've been talking about is that we are everything and we are nothing. Mm-hmm. I love that might be the title. Yeah, that might be the title of this. <laughs> That's a really deep one. And it's it's tough. It's really tough. But it's also one of those things that it's easy to spout off and look like you actually understand that concept. And uh, we see that a lot in the spiritual community. We call it spiritual bypassing. Someone who knows all the right words to say and all the right things to do and all the right, you know, woo-woo whatnots, but doesn't actually apply it in their own life. Mm. And they use that to not actually look at things. Like there's a lot of spiritual people that will say something and someone feel some type of way about it yeah. and then they'll go well that's your problem that's your problem that you feel that way i'm just speaking truth and that's in the real world too you get people i'm just real i'm just telling it how it is right i'm just telling you you know and and they'll stop there but the next step to that is you have to examine what did i say mm-hmm. yeah what was my intention exactly how did i deliver that message to that person yep Yep. Yeah. And that's, that's one of those that we are everything and we are nothing. If you don't embody that, they're just work. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like saying, I'm sorry when you don't really mean it. Yeah. Like yes. people who say I forgave them, but I didn't forget. That's not actually forgiveness. <laughs> no, exactly. That's not actually forgiveness, you know? Yeah. No offense, but you're a piece of shit. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, it doesn't, right. that doesn't count. <laughs> or, right. Or I'm okay with you being, you're an asshole, but I'm okay with that. I'm just going <laughs> to accept that that's who you are. No, that's not actually dealing with this issue you know like that's not really getting down to i am everything and i am nothing you know yeah did you just do the? i think you just did the did you do the wrap up justin i don't know i (laughs) it just matt and i have had a lot of introspection in the last couple days and weeks um just with everything going on in the world and i think that i don't know that statement at home as far as, you know, realizing who you are and who you aren't. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. For sure. Yep. It starts inside, Mm -hmm. I think. It does. And it starts with that empathy of loving ourselves. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because we're projecting onto the world how we feel about ourselves. And everyone that comes into our life is a reflection of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if you're surrounded by assholes, you need to look at yourself. And yeah. say, Damn. what am I putting out there that is attracting all these assholes in my life? It's yeah. not about blame. It's about accountability. That might be my favorite thing that you've said this entire show. That That is yeah. friggin' fantastic. Yep. And it, so I didn't say this at the top of the show, but we wanted to plug all of what you're doing. And we wanted to, you know, do everything we can to promote, drive traffic, do whatever we can. Um, so do that now. I think that'd be a good time. So tell them where they can find you. Tell them what you can give them. Um, Tell them all. Tell them all. And all this is going to be in the description below, y'all. All All right. Well, I do have a website. It is unleashyourlight.org. 
And uh, on that website, it's just a quick summary of what the heck is going on. What is a spiritual awakening? It has a link to videos on my YouTube channel and links to my social media. I do post my live shows after the fact, kind of edited down with a little bit of snazzy uh, titles and whatnot in them. On the YouTube channel, I probably have 40, 50, 60 videos over there on every topic you can imagine. On my Facebook page, same thing. I have shows dating back three, four years about forgiveness and how to process anger and responsibility versus accountability and loving yourself unconditionally and how to be confident when you feel like a loser and all of these things that we go through just in regular life. So um, I do have a book that's for sale. It is called Unleash Your Light as well. It has the steps in it. You can find it on the website. It is $9.95. It is a cute little book. It has little words at the end of each, uh, little questions you can ask at the end of each thing. It does have Bible verses in it. Okay. It have quotes from Martin Luther King. It has quotes from T.D. Jakes, Marianne Williamson, Deepak Chopra that illustrate each one of these steps because there are truths in all of these belief systems that are interconnected. Mm -hmm. And these are the simple things that are interconnected in each one of those. You can also get it on audio, uh, on ebook for $2.99. And I have a free book still on my website. If you want to go over there and put in your email address, uh, you can get that. And it is simple spirituality of self and how to dig into all those emotions that keep us from loving ourselves unconditionally. And uh, that'll be the next one in print. And, uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Y'all can get it for free right now and uh, send it to your friends. And then I'll be able to put it in print after I get, you know, a little bit more, a little bit more uh, of the green there. Wait, was she talking about you and I getting it for free? Everybody. Not everyone. Okay, got everyone. It. Okay, yeah, got it's it. a PDF version of, of my book that everyone listening can go and get for free on the website right now. It's about 30 pages. And uh, it just digs into stuff like jealousy and anger and mm. how these things that keep us from loving ourselves, these little things that happen when we were younger, they kind of grow up and we express them outwardly and okay. how you can kind of snip those vines and pull out the roots and all that kind of stuff. I do my live show every week uh, on Facebook and all the links are in there and it's very interactive and I chitty chat with all the peeps and uh, Matt and Jenna were on that over there and they know my, my peeps come in, they ask little questions. They have good questions. Usually they're yeah. very interactive. They enjoyed the show very much. And, uh, I just, I, I, I so enjoy the opportunity to share this with as many people as are open to hearing it. And yeah. even some people who aren't so open to hearing yeah, it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Well, yeah, we we truly enjoyed having you on, and now that I know that you have an audio book, I will be I will be digging into it's that. It's an ebook. I, it's not an audio book. Okay. I'm sorry. No, I no, you're good. I, yeah, that's the next thing on my on my list is to record my myself doing the ebook really audio. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, we got a lot to talk about off this camera because that's <laughs> yeah. I, I got I got a little microphone really? that you know is good enough for that and. Wow. Uh, so I'm at that point where my publisher is pushing me to uh, to make that available. So. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, of, I, as I had no doubt, you were incredible. This was so much fun. Mm -hmm. um, I loved seeing you get lost in the conversation. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, lost in a good way, not like yeah. lost like you didn't know what was happening. Um, you've been awesome, woman. You've been awesome. Um, you. you got anything? Anything in closing, Jenna? I can't think of anything. I got lost in the conversation again. <laughs> <laughs>
anything you want to say in closing? Well, I always say something at the end of my broadcast, and I think it's something that we don't, it's one thing to say it to yourself, and it's another thing to have someone say it to you. And that is, you are beloved, you matter, you are loved. Just a perfect ending. You guys, we will talk to you next week. This has been the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. We want to thank you for listening and invite you to subscribe to the show as well. And follow Matt Lane Fitness on YouTube. Until next time, you don't have to be perfect. Just be better than yesterday every day. Oh my God, you're so good. Was that, that was all right? Really I was great. yapping so hard. Oh my goodness. You can get yeah. me going on like the spiritual stuff and I'm not the host and I just go. <laughs> so, it was perfect. So good.